Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's Duffy's Tavern, the Friday night transcribed feature on NBC's all-star festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, or neuralgia. By RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. And by Chesterfield, the cigarette that has for you what every smoker wants. Mildness plus no unpleasant aftertaste. The cigarette that brings you Bing Crosby and Bob Hope. And now, here we go, friends, to Duffy's Tavern. With Bert Gordon as the mad Russian, Hazel Sherman as Miss Duffy, and starring Archie himself... Ed Gardner. Hello, Duffy Tavern, where the elite meets the eat, Archie, the producer speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. You heard me, producer. Well, I, uh, I've become a movie maggot. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, produced a picture called The Man With My Face, and, uh, United Artists is handling the release. Uh, my release. <laughs> no, Duffy, that don't mean they're gonna get me a pardon from the warden. <laughs> Oh, it's a very good picture. In fact, I've uh, just been practicing crying. Yeah, for me acceptance speech when they hand me the Oscar. <laughs> well, the picture stars Barry Nelson and... Excuse me a second, Duffy. Hey, mister, you didn't pay for your drinks. Don't worry, I'll pay you later. I gotta get back to the circus. Oh, you with the circus? Yeah, Flugel's the name. I'm the general manager. Oh, gee, I didn't know the circus was in town. Hmm. Hey, Duffy, huh? I forgot to tell you, my grandmother just dropped dead. <laughs> Yeah, and I was wondering if... Huh? I should join me grandmother? <laughs> I guess I'll have to charm the guy over. Uh, tell me, uh, uh, Duffy, uh, how's the uh, buxom and monstrous Mrs. Duffy? She's real happy since she's been on that Hauser diet? Well, uh, what do you think of it? Since she's been on it, she looks like a couple of houses? <laughs> well, Duffy, at least she's trying to keep her girlish figure. She's not only kept it, she's doubled it. <laughs> well, uh, Duffy, as they say... Excuse me a minute, I'll call you back. Miss Duffy, what's the idea? What do you mean? How many times do I have to tell you we don't serve drinks to minors? You mean that little fellow down the end of the bar? Yeah. He's a midget from the circus. Oh. Well, what's he drinking? A jigger of beer. <laughs> drink so much. Why? Well, you know, drinking is a complex with midgets. They like to feel high. <laughs> I wonder if any of the other circus people will be dropping in. Well, the sword swallower had lunch here today. Uh, the sword swallower, huh? Uh, any of the silverware missing? Well, I don't like to accuse anybody. You mean that the guy actually... Well, you know how after our customers eat here, they always burp? <laughs> This one clinked. <laughs> what, did he wash it down with silver polish? <laughs> I don't know, but he seemed to enjoy his lunch. He said it tasted just like the Waldorf Astoria. It should. That's where the silverware comes from. <laughs> oh, boy, what a racket that circus life must be, huh? Take that flugel guy that was just in here. I wonder how he got started in a circus. I don't know. He must have started as a fire eater. Fire eater? What makes you say that? 
He drank four straight shots of our bar rye. Well, don't poke fun at the guy, Miss Duff. He's a big shot at Barnum and Bailey's, and maybe he can help me get back in the circus life again. What do you mean, back in circus life? Honey, ever since I was a kid, I've had sawdust in me cough suckles. <laughs> I, I used to be assistant to the clown, you know. Him and me used to do a comedy act and dressed up like a horse. Oh. Imagine, were you any good? Was I any good? I kept my end up. <laughs> yeah, the circus had some great acts in them days. I'll, I'll never forget that pyramid act, you know. Nine guys standing on each other's heads. And the bottom guy holding nine of them up. <clears throat> he was a midget. Oh, wait a minute, Archie. A midget holding up nine men? Well, he wasn't a midget when the act started. <laughs> Yeah, them was the days then. Snake Charmer, the Bearded Lady, the Human Skeleton, Jojo, the Dog-Faced Boy. What would ever happen to him? How do you do? Well, Jojo. I mean, Russian. Hey, hey, what's the matter, Russian? You look mad. Mad? I'm furious. I just went to my bottle for a finger wave. What makes you so mad? Now I can't get my gloves on. A finger wave is for your hair. What's the matter with you, Barbara? Is he stupid? No, he's cross-eyed. That must be very confusing. Embarrassing, too. Today I am telling him to shave me, so he's lathering my face and shaving the manicurist. Can't. Did it hurt her? Yes, it was against the grain. (laughs) Poor fellow, because of his cross-eyes, every day he's losing money. Well, how come? He keeps putting his chips in the other barber's pocket. Holy cat, a cross-eyed barber. It's a wonder Barnum and Bailey don't hire him. Uh, by the way, uh, Russian, you been to the circus yet? Most of course. I like the circus. You do, huh? Yes, everything but the freak show. Well, what don't you like about the freak show? I have too much trouble. Oh. Getting in? No, getting out. Something, Archie? What? My girl was a tattooed lady. Your girl was a tattooed lady? Yes. I have here a snapshot of her I took when she was posing with a lion. Let me see. Hey, boy, that's a ferocious looking lion, but where's the tattooed lady? How do you like that? I guess I didn't snap the picture fast enough. must be a great life, though, to be a circus entertainer. You know, I bet you I'd make a good ringmaster. Why? Well, I have a nice personality and a divine smile. A lot of charm, good strong voice. Yeah, and you can throw it, too. I beg your pardon? The voice. Oh. In my case, in my case, I would like to be a lion tamer. You a lion tamer? Why not? But suppose one of those lions starts going for you. Don't be silly. What would a lion be seeing in me? Uh, Russian, Miss Duffy was just speaking gutsatorially. Oh. Actually, lions ain't so dangerous if you use the right psychology. Psychology? Yeah. Psychology, yeah. Yeah, you heard me. Psychology. Say, pardon me. What caliber psychology would you recommend? Well, look, Russian, don't be so snareful. 
You're talking to a master psychologist. You know how we psychologists approach the lion today? From the rear. <laughs> no. no, with understanding and kindness. Now, say you're strolling down Fifth Avenue and you suddenly come face to face with a lion. What do you do? This is before or after lunch? <laughs> That depends. Uh, who's lunch? Uh, the lions. Well, well, all right, then, before lunch. Well, in that case, I would tip my hat and say, Buna's dears. Why would you say Buna's dears? By this time, I'm in Mexico. <laughs> well, that's where you're wrong. You see... Lions have feelings, too. You've got to treat them like human beings, you know, like they was people. So when you run up against a lion, you, you, you have a good thick whip to beat him with and a chair to stick in his eye if he gets vicious and maybe a gun to blow out his brains. But above all, brown lions should be treated with kindness. You see? <laughs> You've got to understand each other. After all, when you analyze it, what is a lion most interested in? He's most interested in another lion. Why? <laughs> Are you a lion? No. Then why do you care? <laughs> you see? The point is that the average lion has a very sweet disposition. It's just that he's so nasty that nobody notices. Uh, as Freud himself says, a lion is just a kitten with an overactive thyroid. Archie Sigmund Freud never wrote about lions. I am referring to Floyd Freud, the veterinarian. <laughs> He says, psychologically, when a lion eats a man, uh, in other words, a homeless human being, uh, he's just eating him for inferior motives, see? The poor lion is hungry, and naturally he wants to satisfy his bee complex. Uh, in other words, it ain't a matter of whips and guns, it's a matter of inverted ego transcending over to Narcissus. Archie... You are the only man I know that can make things confusing enough for me to understand. Thank you, Russian. Yep, me head is made up. I'm going to be a lion tamer, guys. I can see myself already walking into the big time. The crowd cheering. I'll be fearless, Archie, the king of the beasts. I'll walk into that cage with a steely glint in me eye, and them cats snarling at me, and I can... Down, Duffy, down. Now I'm rolling. Miss Duffy... Open your mouth. Why? I want to stick my head into it. No matter what you now take for headache relief, we urge you to try Anison for the incredibly fast relief these tablets bring the next time you're suffering from a headache. Now, the reason Anison is so wonderfully fast-acting and effective is this. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. Thousands of people have received envelopes containing anison tablets from their own dentist or physician, and in this way, discovered the incredibly fast relief anison brings from pains of headache, neuritis, or neuralgia. So, the next time a headache strikes, take anison for this wonderfully fast relief. Anison, A-N-A-C-I-N. Anison at any drug counter in handy boxes of 12 and 30 
economical family-sized bottles of 50 and 100. Hey, Miss Duffy. Yeah? As soon as that guy from the circus gets back here, let me know, will you? You mean you're really serious about being a lion tamer? Of course, but I want you to know that even though I'm the star of the circus with a dozen lions eating out of me hand, I'll still nod to me old friends. It's a sin you won't be shaking hands with them. <laughs> well, I don't want to be too democratic. <laughs> now, let's see what equipment I'll need. Uh, I still got to get a whip and a chair for me. Now, what else? Uh... How about some dental floss for the lions? <laughs> well, don't just about this thing, Miss Duffy. It's, it's something I've wanted to do all my life. And now, at last, me childhood libidos can be frustrated. The more I think about it, the more it explains that dream I had last night. What dream? I dreamt I was right in the middle of three rings. Three rings, huh? Yeah, and what else could that mean but a circus? I don't know. Have you checked your bathtub lately? <laughs> you see if you can get a pass to the circus sometime. Just to show you that I know what I'm talking about, I'm going to call the guy from the circus right now. Hello, Barnum and Bailey? Mr. Flugel there? No, huh? Well, uh, let me talk to Mr. Barnum. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. <laughs> well, uh, then let me talk to Mr. Bailey. Him, too? <laughs> Well, it's nice that the partners are still together. <laughs> I, I guess they ain't got much kick. It was a circus for them while they lasted. <laughs> uh, well, look, I, I happen to be looking for a good buy in an untamed lion. Uh, what size did I have in mind? Something in the... It's a shame to take it away from its mother's side. <laughs> What'd you say, sir? Huh? Would I be interested in a young tiger that's full of life? Uh, well, that depends. Whose life is he full of? <laughs> well, uh, what kind of a looking tiger is he? Oh, he's standing right next to you. Is he real ferocious? <clears throat> well, look, I, I don't want an animal that's too wild. However, if you could guarantee me that... Uh... Hello? What happened? I think he just joined Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> Let me see. When am I going to get a lion? You know, a, a real ugly beast with floppy ears and shaggy hair. Oh, I hear you calling me. <laughs> You're a little shaggier than I had in mind, Russian. But maybe, maybe you do. You think you could become a lion? Why not? Two years ago, my father became an elk. <laughs> Got the comedy, Russian. Look, Miss Duffy, come here. Yeah. Hand me that old buggy whip. Well, here you are. Okay, thanks. Now, Russian, up on your hind legs. Good. Now, growl at me like a lion. No. no. Feeling nasty today, eh, Bingo? Well, take that. And that. Please, if you don't mind. That whip just cut the suspenders off my pants. 
Shut up, Russian, and get back into character. I'd rather get back into my bank. <laughs> what we line famous have to put up with. Now stand back, everybody. As Phil Asachi walks to the... Hey, Miss Duffy, whose dog is that over there? Mine. I just got him. Uh, what do you want with a dog? Well, with all the strange men running loose in this neighborhood, a girl like me needs a dog. What is he, a retriever? <laughs> Wait a minute, let me look at him. Hey, he's a... He's a Doberman Punchy, ain't he? A Doberman Punchy? Who ever heard of such a thing? Just shows you how much you know about dogs. Well, what is he? He's a Duesenberg. <laughs> well, it's a cinch he ain't no water spaniel. When did he have a bath last? Archie, he's not dirty. Those are just his natural markings. You like them? Hard to tell the way the markings keep moving around. <laughs> say, uh, say, Archie... How's about the line taming act? I'm sorry, Russian, you're fired. The dog looks smarter than you do. So, okay, so you had to hire for it. Uh, go ahead and train him. Archie, you mean a fearless lion tamer like you is going to poke chairs at my little dog? Duffy, the psychology is the same with dogs as with a lion. Same psychology, only with a little dog like this, you just use less of it. <clears throat> it's just a matter of showing him that, uh, that fearless Archie ain't afraid of him. Now, watch me. Rover, come towards me. Rover, come here. Come towards me. Quick, Miss Duffy, grab him before he goes out the door. Okay, I got him. Oh, look, look, he's shaking. He's scared to death. Of course he's scared. He knows when he's met his equal. <laughs> now, put him on a bar over there, Russian. Okay. Thanks. Now, Rover, shake hands. Rover, shake hands. Maybe he's waiting for a formal introduction. <laughs> I'll use reverse psychology. Rover, don't shake hands. There, you see how quick he obeyed that one? Archie, why don't you have him do arithmetic? You mean give the answers to addition and subtraction? Yes. But who around here will know if he's right or wrong? <laughs> We'll find out. Rover, now, uh, put on your thinking cap. Now, what is two plus two? Come on, now, Rover. Concentrate. Two plus two. Rover, it begins with an F. Not that I'm being jealous, but I think I could do it better. Oh, yeah? What is two plus two? Oof, oof, oof. Well, after all, you're a human being. Hey, I got an idea. Maybe he ain't uh, just up on his addition. Let's try him on subtraction. Now, Rover, how much is two minus two? You're right, nothing. <laughs> you see, it's just like I told you. It's a matter of psychology. Here's a word from RCA Victor. Inch for inch, your best buy in television is RCA Victor 19-inch. It's big, better, more for your money. And here's why RCA Victor's new picture pickup brings in the best possible reception. Pictures are clear, steady, and bright. And RCA Victor television is million-proof television, quality-proven, and over two million homes. Best of all, RCA Victor 19-inch television 
is yours for little more than what was once paid for 10-inch television. And remember this, only RCA Victor owners can buy the RCA Victor factory service contract for expert installation and maintenance. So, ask your RCA Victor dealer to show you 19-inch television. It's in a wide range of table models, consoles, and combination instruments. And, by the way, here's the big RCA Victor record value. It's the new Singer's Single Series, 54 all-time Tin Pan Alley tunes by nine of America's brightest recording stars. the general manager of the circus. Hello, Archie. I came back to pay for those drinks. You, a colleague, pay for drinks? A colleague? Yeah, I figure you and me may be working together one of these days. Well, I do need an assistant, but uh, have you ever worked in a circus? Well, yes and no. I I guess I did if you count that season I was going steady with the Siamese twins. Do you have any fun? Yes and no. <laughs> And in addition to that, not uh, not that I want to brag, but I, I trained the big cats for years. I see. And how are you on dogs? Oh, pretty good. <laughs> Why? Are you interested? Uh, certainly. It's an important part of my business. Dogs, huh? Well, uh, I'm a schlemelian that can change his spots. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Duffy, where's Rover? He's over there in the bar. He hasn't moved a muscle in the last three hours, except to scratch himself. Oh, we better have him degerminized. Now, now watch this, Mr. Flugel. Uh, Rover, come here. Rover, play dead. Pretty good, huh, Mr. Flugel? But he's just laying there. He isn't acting. What do you want from a poor little mutt, Lunton Fontaine? <laughs> now, I'll show you another trick. Rover, uh, go over there and eat the free lunch. Rover, go over there and eat the free lunch. Hey, I'm at the Flugel. He didn't even move. That shows you how smart he is. <laughs> and now for our next trick. <clears throat> What's the next trick? Arithmetic. You mean he can count? Well, I don't say that he can do advanced calcium. <laughs> but uh, he does a system of blocks to take the place of digits, uh, what he calls his digitalis system. <laughs> But there's one thing you got to remember. What's that? When he don't bark, that means zero. I see. Now get this, Flogo. Rover, what's two minus two? Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> two minus two is four. Well, you know how dogs love to exaggerate. <laughs> well, uh, Flogo, you see how well me and the animals get along? Uh, do I get the job? Well, as I said, I do need an assistant, but... Uh... Say no more. I'll be back in the nuts with me whipping me chair. <clears throat> Gang, take care of Mr. Flugel till I get back. Huh? Okay. Okay, Archie. Uh, say, Mr. Trudeau. Yes? Uh, all my life, I have wanted to be in a circus. Even as a boy, I wanted to be a bearded lady. What happened? My sister beat me to it. <laughs> now, just a minute. There seems to be some mistake about my circus. Why? Aren't you with Barnum and Bailey? Certainly not. I own and manage Flugel's Flea Circus. You have a flea circus? Yes. With fleas? Of course. 
Well, boys, I'm back. Bring on the big cats. Archie, I think there's something you should know. Don't bother me. I got business with Mr. Flugel. But this circus of his Look, isn't... butt out of this, will you? <clears throat> well, Flugel, what about that job? I'm uh, just itching to get started. <laughs> if you think you're itching now, wait till you get to the circus. <laughs> Yeah, huh? Well, tell me, how many animals do you have? Oh, a few thousand. A few thousand, huh? Boy, the place must be really jumping with them, huh? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Wonderful thing, them animals. You, you really get to love them, don't you? Yes, they do get under your skin. <laughs> now, one favor I'd like to ask, Flugel. Uh, uh, I'd like to be there at feeding time. <laughs> don't worry, you will be. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Uh, tell me, uh, what do you feed your animals? Oh, no special diet. We just let them eat a little off the trainer's arm. <laughs> off the trainer's arm? In the long run, wouldn't horse meat be cheaper? Google, <clears throat> them animals of yours don't seem to be very tent-broken. <laughs> well, they do get a little pesky sometimes. Last week, six of them ran away. Ran away. Did you find him? Oh, yes. Where? In my bed. <laughs> In your bed? What size animals have you got? Oh, just average size, please. Oh, well, and I... Would you mind to repeat that? Look, Archie, I've been trying to tell you, Mr. Flugel runs a flea circus. A flea circus? Then why are you interested in me? It's not you, Archie. It's your dog, Rover. Me dog? Yes, the way he keeps scratching himself. You see, for Flugel's Flea Circus, I am also the talent scout. Holy cat, a flea circus after me wasting all that time learning to be a lion tamer. Miss Duffy. Yeah? Hand me me chair, me whip, and a magnifying glass. <laughs> leave the tavern this evening, here's a word from Bing Crosby and Bob Hope. Say, Bing, you got a minute? Oh, sure, Bob. I got all the time in the world. Don't tell me you own that, too. Oh, never mind that stuff. Get to work, will you? Okay. Folks, better tasting Chesterfield is the only cigarette that combines for you mildness with no unpleasant aftertaste. And you can prove that yourself. Just make our mildness test. Buy Chesterfields, then open them and enjoy that milder, mellow aroma. Now light one up, and you'll know Chesterfield's milder because it smokes milder. And Chesterfield leaves no unpleasant aftertaste. That fact has been confirmed by the country's first and only cigarette taste panel. Yes, mildness and no unpleasant aftertaste are what you and I and every smoker wants. Hurry up, Dad. Here comes the music. By Chesterfield, Chesterfield, the one that proves its case. Yes, Chesterfields are milder, milder, plus no aftertaste. Oh, ho, open the pack and give them a sniff. Then you'll smoke them. Listen again next week, friends, to Duffy's Tavern, the Friday night transcribed feature on NBC's all-star festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, or neuralgia. By RCA Victor. 
world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television, and by Chesterfield, the cigarette that has for you what every smoker wants, mildness plus no unpleasant aftertaste. Listen tomorrow evening for The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall, the Saturday night feature of the All-Star Festival. (laughs) 